Hi, mamas. We're in for a treat. Uh, as you know, I love, love, love to mentor moms, and I offer the mom mentoring call. And today, I have a special guest. I have a mom. And what we're going to do is we're going to model what a coaching session is like by doing a live coaching session for you here on Raising Her Confidently. I have my friend Sarah here, who is a mom of teen daughters. Uh, say hi, Sarah. Hi. Hey, Mama. Welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. Do you find yourself really in a position ready to talk to somebody or have that specific need or challenge with your daughter that you need to get addressed right now? Can you imagine if you had a plan to improve your conversations with your daughter so that she can come to you about anything, even if she's scared? Can you imagine having that open communication? Well, maybe mom mentoring and having a mom mentoring session with me is what you need. This is where I help you improve your communication and prepare your girl to make those good choices that you so desire. You'll be able to follow a plan to set the stage for healthy conversations and equip yourself with connection building questions to ask her. You're going to walk away with this communication plan customized specifically for you so that you can confidently implement it and get your daughter talking to you. So mama, if you're ready as you're listening to this and you're saying, yes, this is what I need. You want to improve the way you and your daughter talk to each other so that you both can connect and you need that accountability and that support after listening to the last episode for this time because Mother's Day is coming. I am celebrating you. This is the time to do it. I'm going to take 20% off my normal coaching fee so that you get my coaching at a discounted price just for being a mom. I'm celebrating you. You've been listening to my podcast, but need a little more. So I'd like to extend this offer to you. Head on over to JeannieBaldomero.com forward slash mentoring. Use the code MOM20. Now good through Mother's Day and book a call with me. I'm so happy that you agreed to be on here. Um, the reason why I want to do these is because one, I want to help moms. And two, I want to put at ease that moms of teen girls, when they do reach out to have a mom mentoring session, I'm not as intimidating as I might seem. <laughs> so, and I'm hoping that today. Mm -hmm. You're the best and I already trust you. So thank you. Oh, thanks, Sarah. And so I'm hoping today that you're going to walk away with so confident, you know, walking away with an action plan regarding a specific need you have. And to kind of give moms out there a little bit, you know, about who you are, I'm sure they're probably going to be able to relate to you being a mom of teen girls. Okay, sure. So yes, I'm a mom um, to multiple children. I have four daughters and a son and my children age from ranges 11 to 18. 
So the four younger ones are still at home. My oldest is successfully launched the pad and she is, um, she's living on campus in college. And so my husband and I, we've been married and this year we'll be celebrating 20 years. And so, um, yeah, we are going through all of the growth and the victories and the challenges um, together, but it's been, it's been a good season, but I realize when I need counsel. And so I'm glad that you're available. Well, first off, you know, congratulations on 20 years of marriage. You know, that's, that's a success in itself. And then having a house full of the tween and teen stage. I mean, that's incredible of with what, four, five kids. Yes. Five, kids? five total, four daughters. That's yes. amazing. Yes, it's to you and congratulations to one of them flying the coop. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're super proud of her. All of That's, them actually. That is awesome. And yes, it is. It's growing pains. We're in that season of experiencing growth. So what brings you to me? Today? Yeah. Yes. So definitely it's communication. Um, so having four daughters at different ages, you know, um, my older daughter, my older teen that's at home, who's 17, um, I see that my communication is in need of a change on my part. And so that's why I originally reached out to you um, because I see that I need to make a change and I want to do it in a healthy way um, where we still keep open communication, but I'm not like, I realize that I need to let a little bit of, um, like, I need to let go. It's my next stage of, of letting go and how much I'm asking for her, how much information I'm kind of requiring for her to give me because she's in a major season of building trust and um, we're extending more trust to her. And so I want her, I want to see her, you know, uh, gain that responsibility because I see that she's ready for it. And at the same time, I'm having my own growing pains in this season, you know, because um, I still want to. I still want to keep a tab. <laughs> yes. No, I, I, I hear you, girl. I, I hear a lot in what you're saying is that you recognize your daughter who is 17, right? And you're recognizing that there are some adjustments need, need to be done on your half, right? And that's right. already 50% of the battle is recognizing that what is something that I need to do in order to continue to move in a healthy relationship with my daughter as she's growing and you're recognizing that she is ready for more responsibility as you're still trying to uh, build this trust. My question for you is specifically with your daughter who's 17, what are some, what's one area do you need to work on? I know you said communication, but you also, I hear boundaries like, yeah. mm -hmm. Yes. So um, definitely, I would say that what sparked what sparked it really recently was that um, so she's job searching right now. And, you know, she's in 11th grade and um, she has her driver's license. And so, you know, so she's venturing out and going to, you know, different job interviews and and she has things that are going on outside of the house, you know, school and all these things. And I'm used to asking and wanting to know all the details. And her response to me was, mom, I want, I want to be able to tell you like what I think is basically newsworthy and all the details. She's kind of like, she doesn't feel like she needs to fill me in with all of that. And, um, 
So I don't know if she said it quite eloquently, but uh, I realized that that's what she was saying. And, um, and so I thought, okay, how can I do this? Because what I hear is that she's wanting to have her own autonomy. Um, and I'm wanting, you know, to still treat her as she, as I did when she was younger. And so, um, so that's really what sparked it. So I do think you hit the nail on the head with saying boundaries. Like I want to respect the fact that she's creating healthy boundaries. And, um, so how do I ease into that, uh, and still have accountability with her and not just, I don't want to lose, I don't want to lose connection. And I don't want to give her too much freedom where she doesn't feel like she needs to check in at all. Um, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. It sounds like you really want touch points with her and trying to navigate and recognizing that she is gaining more responsibility for the decision she's making, um, which is a right about that age at 17, you know, like you cross over to 18 and it doesn't magically happen. I have adult children and you probably can attest to this, that once they turn 18, it doesn't magically happen, but in the minds of our child, 18 is the magic number where, oh, I get to make all the decisions and I don't need to go to my parents anymore. In reality, you know, we are still navigating them, but in a way where it's not as controlling in air quotes to them, right? And so how do we navigate and how do we change that? My oldest is the same way. He's now 21, going to be 22. I can't believe it. And he is continually like that. He's always been the independent person, which is a valuable quality, you know, we have in children is that they know they got it and they can handle it. Right. But as mama, we look and see, well, I can foresee where this decision is going and I want to protect you from them. Right. And it sounds like you've done such a great job in creating boundaries, you and your husband around your 17 year old that now uh, she's ready to kind of almost push those boundaries out. She's telling you that she's ready, right? And so how do we approach these conversations as far as I still want to know what's happening in her life, but yet I don't want her to feel like I'm attacking her with all these questions like I did when she was younger. I think it really comes down to, which I hear from when you were saying that and you said it more eloquently, but she expressed, this is how I'm going to communicate with you. And sometimes we have a hard time accepting that because we want more from them. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think it's healthy for her to tell you, this is my boundary. And she's asking you to also respect that. And that's okay. Because as an adult, sometimes girls have a hard time setting a boundary and expressing that to people and they compromise their own boundary. Right. Yeah. It's, it's such a good point. Um, and I feel like I don't want to be the one to mess that up. (laughs) You know, I, I don't want for the conversation to turn negative, um, because I'm asking too much. And so it is, where's the balance, you know, do I just take cues from her and see when I need to step back? Do I have a conversation with her about, you know, do you want to always bring this to me? And I'm not supposed to ask questions or like, you know, I want to, I want to have that conversation with her, but I really don't know how, because I think in my mind, I feel like as a parent, I should be the one (laughs) to tell her, okay, this, this is where we're at now. This is what I need from you, or this is how we should do it. 
but I'm just, I mean, I'm at, I'm at loss, you know, because each of my children are different. And mm-hmm. so, um, this process looks different for me between my 17 year old than it was with my 18 year old because they're different. So I think my main thing is I want to keep the conversation positive and still know that I'm informed. Yes. Yes. And I, I get your question. So different personalities require different approaches, right? And so I think with your daughter, who is one that feels like everything's in, within her control, right? And she'll get to mom and dad and invite you into the conversation as she seems fits. She might have a diff- different filter of what she can share and sh- what she would love to share. And that is where us moms can take that, right? Take what she's willing to give you and then build off that. What I mean by that is in passing everyday conversation, say for instance, she's finding this job and she goes, hey, mom, hey, you know, I got the job and that's it. And you can say, hey, do you mind if I ask where, where did you apply? I mean, give me some more information and she'll, she'll decide whether or not she'll give you more information, right? But this is where you can do both. You can either one, set aside time and say, hey, I would love to talk to you more about this. Can we set a time, you tell me, where you can share a little bit more because I really genuinely want to know. Um, And it's really setting the table because she might come from an approach of, so you can tell me what to do. Is that it, right? But you really want to set the stage where it's really out of, I really just want to know and I'm going to listen. It's more consistency of when I do ask questions, do I tend to have an answer back all the time? And, And that's something that you can discover for yourself. Because maybe those answers, although they're just light opinions for on your behalf, may for her feel like they're criticism. And I'm not going to share anymore because I just don't want to hear something back, right? right? And sometimes that might happen with her personality is for you, I would say, find opportunities when she is sharing to just listen and then ask the question. And then if she says, that's all I'm gonna share, just take it for what it is. But also set aside time because you are the parent and she's still a minor is, hey, I would like to expand on this more. Can we set a time where you get to share? I just wanna hear it, right? So I would say, and and you were, I see in my notes, it's like how to start a dialogue versus just rules. And I think that that's, where you can approach it's flipping it where it's a dialogue right a curiosity dialogue like you can see how she's pushing a boundary but instead of calling her out to you just pushed a boundary and this is our boundary right more of hey I'm curious like why did you decide that or hey I noticed this and that's it and just listen to what she has to say is this helping any Yeah, that's good. I like that, that prompt. I'm curious about this because then it opens up for her versus me going in with my already pre, you know, um, discovery. (laughs) Exactly. Like, yes, you know, kids can sniff it out when you're coming with an agenda. So they yes. rather not they rather not answer the question because they know that you you've come armed. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so if we can change the way you're, especially for a 17-year-old, I'm I'm doing this with my 16-year-old already, change our approach to where we're consistently more more listening, right? And if they elicit advice, then that's a time to do it. 
But if they are not, be okay with not having an input because one, this is healthy. And two, over time, they'll start to ask because they're used to you not giving unsolicited input. Okay. So do you usually um, end a conversation with letting your daughter know, or would you recommend like if I ended the conversation with saying, well, I'm here if you want my feedback or like something like that. So that, cause I know that she knows that she can come to me. Um, but I'm just wondering if I stopped giving my feedback, um, am I ever going to hear that she wants my advice again? <laughs> well, this is what I say, especially with my oldest. I that's, always my say, own, that's my own insecurity. I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and it's your mama heart, always wanting wanting to help, right? And and we forget to, especially with different personalities, like exactly what do they need, right? And so I would even just say, like I say this to my son, like, hey, I know you can do this on your own and you're very capable of, because then I firmly believe that, right? And he right. has a personality. You are capable of doing it, but if you ever need help, just know that I'm here to help you. That's good. Yeah. And that's it. It leaves the door open, right? It leaves the door open for them. Right. So I'll let you know something else um, in regards to this conversation um, about, you know, her looking for work. So I had this, um, I created my own expectation. So I realized that I was doing that, that I thought, okay, I know the job that she really wants to get. And I was certain that she was going to get it because she went for the interview. Hmm. And so I worked up this expectation that I was going to ask her and she was going to tell me that she got it. And we were going to like go out and have dinner and celebrate all of this, Jeannie. I played it all out in my mind. And then, so then when I asked her how it went, um, she didn't want to talk about it, you know, and um, she wanted, well, she wanted to give me just the information that she thought was you know, that she should. And of course it's because, you know, it played out differently than what it played out in my mind because she hadn't yet, she wasn't yet offered the job. So, but with that, I realized that I'm creating my own expectations in the way a conversation, like the way that I would want it to go because I want, of course, what's best for her, but I want to celebrate her and all these things. And so I'm probably putting more pressure on the conversation. And so when it goes, um, the opposite direction or falls like short in my mind, then I think that I, I don't know, then I'm like thrown off. And so I don't know how to respond. And then I probably just am responding, um, from a different, a different perspective than what I had planned. So yeah. I'm just hard. So yeah, I'm just like, you know, mothering is so much like learning more about who we are, yeah. you know, and it's learning how much we need to grow and, 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 uh, and all of those things, a lot of self-reflection. So I realized that I, I put a lot of expectancy on the conversations that I'm having with my girls. So when they don't go in that direction, I'm just left with the emotion. Exactly. And I'm glad that you can't, you, you have that discovery of how we can either in a, unintentionally put an expectation or even intentionally put an expectation by forecasting a future and what's going to happen or in our own mind, we have a certain expectation of how conversations are going to come. And believe me, I've had those many, many times like, oh, well, that didn't go the way I wanted it to. Uh, and then we both become disappointed. But if we can remember in the moments, I always think about, okay, 
forward thinking, but also being present in conversations. I think that's key for moms is we might have an agenda or an expectation of where this conversation is supposed to go, but when we're in the moment, we can slow down a bit, we can listen more, and we can understand where exactly our daughter is at and right. then adjust, adjust from there, right? And we can pull our perspective back a little bit, not be so uh, emotionally tied to the conversation, but really understanding, okay, what's really going on here? And how am I as mom going to be able to navigate this discussion or dialogue so that she doesn't feel like I'm doing something unintentionally to hurt her or she's starting to block me off because I'm not listening to her. So yeah. that's, that's awesome that you discovered that um, even within this coaching call. That's cool. So I think Sarah, moving forward from what you need, which is just approaching these uh, conversations within your now 17 year old, especially when she doesn't want to talk about certain things, but she's willing to talk about other things. It's really how to start a dialogue versus just the accountability part of it is really being consistent in how well I'm listening. So that's one thing that's creating the space and reestablishing that safe space that am I consistently really just listening to what she wants from me over what I think I need to say to her, right? Yes. And then, and then two, when you really do want to have those discussions, vocalize it, say, hey, I really, I'm, I really am curious. I just want to know, is there a time, would you be willing to share this with me, right? And then three is ending it with, I know that you're independent. I know you're capable of making these decisions, but just know that I am here to help you and guide you when you need it. And it I, love, that I love that. That's so good, Jeannie. Awesome. I'm glad. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put this all in a template. I have this little talk to your team guide that I will forward it over to you via email so that you can refer back to it for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Those are some really good tips on how to start the conversation and how to end it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's going to go a long way. Yeah. I love the tip about, um, really dropping my own agenda mm -hmm. and listening to where my daughter's at. That's I huge. Love. I mean, you want to cry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's something that we always work on because we want, we want the best for our kids. And we, and because we're a lot wiser, a lot older, we know, you know, that we know we can see the path for them, but they can't in the moment. And so how we approach them and how we choose to be involved in their life really, really does matter on how they're going to listen. Thank you so much being uh, on here and allowing me to coach you so other moms can listen in. And if they have the same need and maybe the same challenges that they're having with their teen daughter, Sarah, thank you so much for sharing with us. Thank you, Jenny. I so appreciate you. Of course. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.